Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Monday, August 17th. I'm on vacation. Let me just tell you that right now. So we are pre-recording this, even though you're hearing it on August 17th. Mark is taking it easy also. We're trying to recharge our batteries and we'll be ready for you. Don't worry. But we're going to keep broadcasting daily so you don't get used to missing our beautiful voices. When I say our, it's really mine because Mark is such a wimp that he won't go on the microphone yet. Soon, I think that should be our fall thing, Mark, that you come on the mic. Anyway, this is how we help you. All you have to do is send us an email. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Very easy. Okay. This is from Zach. Love your show. Thank you for offering the valuable advice. I'm 31 years old, married. My spouse is 40, no kids. Our only debts are a home loan at $333,000, 3.6%. We also have $4,000 in credit card debt, but it's at 0%. I'm seriously determined to pay off, and I have been. We recently received word 3% 401k matches at my company will cease effective soon. I make around $88,000 a year. My spouse makes around $60,000. To date, we have about $220,000 in retirement funds. Traditional IRA, Roth IRA, 401k, taxable account, it's all with Vanguard. Spouse works for a municipality and has defined pension. He also is landlord mm, with paid off property. His tenant is blessing us by continuing to pay rent. Is it prudent in a time like this to continue to make 401k contributions to decrease my taxable income? I do feel blessed to have a job. I work in IT at a mid-sized firm. There's been consideration of company furloughs but not necessarily at this moment. I'm lucky too to live in a relatively low cost area. Thanks for everything. Love listening to the podcast. Okay, Zach. So here's the thing that you don't mention. You don't mention whether you have a an emergency reserve fund. So I don't know, maybe that's part of the taxable account with Vanguard. So the first thing that I incline to say is let's try to build up the emergency reserve fund And while you still have a job, before there's any worries, let's try to get six months of your living expenses in that account. Now, I also worry most of the times, you know, when you hear me talk about this, I'll say things like, oh, you know, 
have this money available. And I would look at spouse works for municipality and say, that's a steady job. But I'm also worried about folks who work for municipalities. You know, all these states and cities and towns, they're under pressure. So not even municipal jobs are safe in this environment. So before we do anything, we want six months, maybe even 12 months of your expenses in some sort of emergency reserve. And again, if that's in your Vanguard account, cool, great. Next up, I don't think that you need to worry about the 401k contribution in terms of the matching part. But what I might do is I want to make sure that because of your income level that you guys are putting money, contributing money into your Roth IRA. Because between the two of you, just in terms of the the total income, it looks like you would both be able to make Roth IRA contributions. So I think that if you could, as long as you're still, you know, again, you make about 88, 160, yeah, 150,000, that I would like you to first make contributions into the Roth IRAs. If you're doing that already, then of course you can keep putting money into your 401k. That's fine. But I think that the, the triage in this is number one, first thing, emergency reserve. Two is Roth IRA contributions. Three is keep making 401k contributions pre-tax. And all the while that you're doing this, you're aggressively paying down that credit card debt. I hope that helps, Zach. And uh, thanks for writing. It's a good it's a good note. And it's a good time to do that while you are feeling like you have a little bit of leeway right now in your cash flow. Cynthia writes, subject, late bloomer. Hi, Jill. I'm 52 years old, not married, no kids, just getting started with saving for retirement. I'm contributing enough through my 401k to get the full employer match, but I have a lot more money I could be saving because I have no debt except my mortgage. I'd like to invest in a brokerage account to keep some of my money accessible. I've also wondered about the merits of a Roth IRA. What portion of my available cash should I invest in a 401k versus a Roth versus a brokerage account? Is there a best strategy for a late bloomer? Or should I just split my money three ways and not overthink it? Well, I'm glad you're getting the full employer match. I don't know how much you're you're earning So that's one missing piece. I would say you can do a little bit of everything. And like Zach before you, who just asked this question, I want to make sure you've got an emergency reserve fund before you start putting a lot more money away. But I think that the game plan is, presuming you have the emergency reserve, you should be putting money to get your match in the 401k. I would do a Roth IRA. And I would put some money in a brokerage account, I guess, but it's just not really tax efficient. And you're close enough to 59 and a half that I think I would just use the 401k and the Roth IRA. Those would be my two. If you have more money than that, then sure, then a brokerage account is just fine. Okie doke. Let's see. This is from Nan. Hi, Jill and Mark. Thanks for the daily show. Longtime avid listener. Really appreciate the great advice. Okay, here's Nan's situation. 40 years old, single, no kids. Hey, Mark, you get these single people. I think we really need a Jill on money dating service. Can you look into that? I have thought about that. Okay, let me get back to Nan. 40 years old, single, no kids. $95,000 salary. Currently renting would like to continue to rent to keep my options flexible. God bless you, Nan. $1,250 a month in rent includes utilities and internet, no debt. 
Here is a breakdown of my current savings and investment. Now remember, 40 years old, that's how, how old Nan is. Non-retirement money market, 40 grand. Vanguard 500 index, 30 grand. Vanguard total bond index, 15 grand. Great, so got your emergency reserve and some extra money. And if you look at that non-retirement account, it's about a 50-50. I shouldn't say that. It's about a uh, 60-40 split. IRA and 401k, 300 grand. Roth IRA, 160,000. My work offers both a 401k and a Roth option. I contribute 5% for the match. For future additional monthly investments, should I invest in the 401k, Roth 401k, or non-retirement assets? I work in software. I'm concerned I'll be less employable when I'm over the age of 50 to 55. That is something I would want to factor into my long-term savings plan. I should also mention that I live in Colorado. My effective tax rate with federal FICA state is 25%. Retirement accounts are 90% stock market index, 10% for bond market index. Okay, Nan, I see your point. Okay, I would just, in general... I would be using the whatever you need to do to get the match. I don't know if that's in the traditional or the Roth. Then I would be using the Roth 401k and any extra money that you would have, I would split between the Roth 401k and non-retirement investments. I understand what you're saying in terms of feeling a little bit like you could be obsolete on that. I, I completely get it, but you know, you're still 40 right now. Um, the tax situation is such that I, I'd much rather use the Roth option than a traditional. I think that's about it. I don't, I don't want you to go too crazy. A lot can change, forget about in 10 or 15 years, in five years. So we'll know more in the next few years. Okay. And this is from Mindy, who is from Minnesota. A friend of mine emailed you and referred me to you. Oh my God, I love this. Okay. I hope you can help. I'm 65 years old. I'm not on social security yet. I was recently laid off and I am collecting unemployment right now. I had only just started putting money in retirement through my employer. I have about $1,800 in there. Should I just withdraw it or let it sit? I think because it's under $5,000, I have to put it in an IRA if I keep it in. If I do keep it in, how do you draw it out if there's an emergency? Will I get penalized? Do I pay taxes on it when I take it out? I'm also signed up for Medicare Part B and my Advantage plan, so I pay for that as well. I can start to draw my Social Security benefit effective in November with the first check in January 2021. Hopefully, I will go back to work someplace, but... I'm a high risk for COVID, so I'm not sure. What do you recommend with regard to the IRA? Okay. Now, here's something interesting. Remember that the government has actually changed some of the rules for retirement account withdrawals. So what I would do is you are obviously impacted by the virus. So I think what you should do is pull that $1,800 out of the account. You will be claiming the coronavirus retirement distribution. The tax on this would normally have to be paid next April. However, the good news is that under the coronavirus retirement distribution, you can spread your tax liability out over three years. So 
I think that's what I would do. So I'd pull the money out today. I'd be able to spread out the tax over the next few years. And as you said, hopefully you can get back to work. But when you claim your social security and you know you sort of see how your cash flow goes and whether or not you get back to work, I think you'll be happy to have that three years to pay the tax that's due. Okay. This is from Sam who recently started two 529 college funds for his grandchildren who are eight and 10. Where should I be investing the money? I've been told bonds by some, stocks by others. Love your show. Thanks. I think it depends on the 529 plan, but given that the kids are eight and 10, so you basically have eight years and 10 years before you start needing the money, you could either do an age-based plan. In most states, they allow that 529 does an age-based plan or just split it between a stock index and a bond index. If you tell me more about your state's plan, then I can help you get a little more detailed with that. Okay, that's it. That is the show. It's a Monday in August. So, you know, you got things to do or maybe you got to go to the beach. I'm not sure. Don't forget, if you've got a financial question, just send us an email. It's askjill at jillonmoney.com. Askjill at jillonmoney.com. And go to the website, jillonmoney.com. There you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter. It's free and it's weekly. Okay, don't forget, wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain that physical distancing, and do something nice for somebody today. It'll make you feel better. Okay, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.